Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Thursday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today we're going to be talking about the importance of teaching freedom. I know that sounds so cliche, but I promise, stick around. You're going to hear how it impacts not just young kids, but also those kids who maybe are going to be bigger kids going off to college and beyond. And before we go ahead and uh, go there, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is the Expat Money Show. Head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat, where you're going to join our good buddy, Mikel Thorup, who's going to help you protect the money you worked so hard to earn from ambulance chasing lawyers, nefarious creditors, and of course, those greedy, unjust governments. He helps people just like you invest internationally, secure second residencies and passports, eliminate your tax bill, and take advantage of offshore structures so you can travel the world freely and never have to worry about money again. Now, I mentioned it on our episode, I think it was yesterday or so, uh, where, yeah, Mikel's going to be joining us here on The Brian Nichols Show late September because he's going to be promoting the amazing Expat Money Summit taking place November 7th through November 11th, five days, 30 expert speakers. And I promise you, it's going to be worth all that and more because number one, it's a free summit. So number one, that's just, it's free. Come on, guys. But number two, one of the main keynotes, the one and only Congressman Ron Paul. So make sure you head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat. Grab your free tickets today, briannicholshow.com forward slash expat. All right, so we're going to talk about teaching freedom today, and I thought, who better to help me do that than the one and only Marsha Enright. Marsha, welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Looking forward to having you on this conversation today because, uh, really, it's, it's a conversation that's hitting everyone right now. We are recording today on August 25th. Uh, where you just saw this past week, Joe Biden, uh, by the way, 2022 for, for all time posterity is when we're recording. And Joe Biden just went ahead and he, uh, did this huge, uh, forgiveness, $10,000 in, uh, student loan forgiveness for anyone making $125,000 or less. And, uh, it's amazing because right now you're seeing a lot of folks saying, wait, why are we doing this? Is this worth it? And you're bringing a solution to the table that's really challenging the traditional college structure. But before we get there, let's go ahead and give you a chance to introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience. Marsha, who are you and what's your approach here to this whole teaching freedom thing? Hi, hi. Yes, well, I've been very interested in education since I was a kid. When I know I really liked school, believe it or not, uh, but other students were very disruptive and they annoyed me until I realized that they were so unhappy. So I decided I have to find the right kind of education for my future children so they would really love learning. And when I got to be about 20, I read some articles about the Montessori method in uh, Ayn Rand's journal, The Objectivist. And I said, oh, this sounds really good. And then I educated myself about all of it, eventually sent my kids to a Montessori preschool, loved it. And then when it came to uh, um, elementary school, there wasn't something that I thought was good around. So I and a few other moms started a Montessori elementary school in 1990. It's still going. Uh, someone else is running it. I ran it for 27 years and we had fantastic results from it. We were rated one of the top private schools in Chicago. Um, 
one of the best stories I think out of it is I got many letters from parents who told me my child loves school so much that when he's sick, he lies to me <laughs> so that he won't miss school. And that's because the Montessori method is so designed to give children exactly the kind of environment, the physical and the psychological environment and the social environment they need to really flourish. Yeah. So I, and uh, after, my, but my own personal interest in teaching was in the upper levels, you know, 16 and above. And I started a, a program. I, I could see the problems that we're seeing today with college, you know, the, the wokeness, the takeover by the left, the edging out of any ideas about the freedom movement out, you know, they're, they're rarely, rarely taught in any colleges. I could see all that coming. And I, and I thought years ago, you know, our side of the spectrum needs to have its own college. So I started working on that in uh, early to in two, about 2006. And then the recession came and all the capital dried up, plus people weren't as aware of the, the what was going on at colleges. You know, so many people who are uh, in, in the freedom movement, they love the college they went to. They still give money to it. And they don't realize that they're supporting the very things destroying the kind of society that they want to live in. So anyway, so I, uh, I pivoted and I started a summer program called The Great Connections in which I took everything in, in my application of the Montessori method to the college level and an integration with ideas from the freedom movement, teaching, and but really focus on how the students were taught. Because when your classroom is like a micro society and you can either treat them like they're autonomous beings who have their own minds, who can, who can think and you can help them learn how to think for themselves, or you can be lecturing them. You can be telling them what the answers are. You know, there's, there's different, the different methods, you know, actions speak louder than words. So the methods actually teach students a lot as well as the content. Mm -hmm. Well, and really quick, I, I just want to focus sure. on that because I think it's important to make this real for folks because this this is an entirely different way of education. And it's it's really it's turning the public schooling system on its head, the government indoctrination system on yes. its head. And and that is something that I think it's so important to focus on and really make sure we drive home because I didn't I, I'd never really focused much on the Montessori uh, method and and I didn't really know too much until you'd reached out and I started doing some research. And I was like, what? this is amazing. This is a, uh, not only does it, it make sense, but it mm -hmm. seems that it's yielding the most positive results. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not just a good idea. It's an idea that works. And that's something I think we really need to, to drive home is that this isn't something that is pie in the mm -hmm. sky. This is working right now. Yes. Yes. And it was developed a hundred years ago. And she was, Maria Montessori herself was such a brilliant scientist. She did many, many what we'd call clinical experiments with the students, seeing what worked in the classroom best for them. And she got such phenomenal results right away. This is in 1907 that she became world famous almost instantly. She had all these, she started out with a, a body of young children from very, very poor, very ignorant factory workers. And uh, they became enraptured with the materials she she developed all these materials which are like games that teach you the concepts you need to know in language and math history art everything like that botany biology they became enraptured with them so much so that even though wealthy people had given the children all kinds of toys 
They didn't play with the toys at all. They just wanted to work with the materials because the materials gave them the knowledge that they wanted to, to know, to, to understand the world. And the, unfortunately, people don't realize, you know, a two-year-old, if you know a two-year-old, they, you can hardly stop them from learning. That you really have to, I'm sorry, beat a two-year-old to stop them from learning. <laughs> but, but by the time they're eight and they're in a regular school, a lot of times they're, they're not interested in what's, what uh, they're learning in school. Be- and it's because of the way that it's delivered. It's very authoritarian. It's um, frustrating to their needs. And uh, it turns them off, you know, and socially, it's, it's usually not a good social situation either. So, yeah, so Montessori is just ingeniously worked out to, to give children the kind of learning environment that in which they really flourish. Mm-hmm. Well, and let's talk about what we're seeing today with the, the importance of bringing an alternative, not just to the, the traditional government public schooling system, but also to the traditional quasi-private uh, secondary schools, colleges, universities that are out there who they'll happily take the government loans um, and then they'll raise their prices, you know, 10, 20, $30,000. Uh, and, and it seems that a lot of folks are now waking up to maybe this isn't the way we should be doing education as it pertains to taking 18 year old kids and then chucking them off to these four year degree schools that they're mm-hmm. taught really nothing of sorts, unless they're really focusing on one specific, uh, you know, usually it's a hard science or, or something like or that. Engineering. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's four years to go party. It's four years to go find yourself. And, and really mm-hmm. kids are not looking right now, I think, to spend $50,000, $60,000 for per year on going and, and finding themselves. They're, they're looking to find maybe different ways of doing that. So talk to us about Reliance College. I know this is down the road, so it might not be for those kids who are graduating right now, but for the, the college student of you know, the future, this is something that's going to be really uh, coming down the road for them. Talk to us about that. Well, we're, we're aiming to open in 2024, in September of 2024, uh, and we're going to be running our summer programs, which are kind of a condensed version of the college program in the next summers so that people can have a taste of what the college might be like. The summer programs that I've run for the last 14 years, I put everything I knew about optimal education, how to develop people's independence so that they could understand anything for themselves, so that they had self-confidence so they had good relationships with the other people in their group. So they knew how to talk to each other, how to collaborate on learning, on finding the truth. Uh, but I was even surprised at the results because I had student after student tell me after one week, I feel that my life has been transformed. Hmm. I know that I can understand anything myself now. I, I've been, I've, I've had that experience and I, I keep in touch with many of the students that I have. Uh, I've kept in touch with them for years. So I, it's, it wasn't a fleeting thing. They, they, it really impacted them. And <clears throat> the college, so Reliance College is going to be somewhere where we're going to help young people become independent and be able to rely on themselves to be the entrepreneurs of their own life. And it's a, it, the program is a combination of helping them learn how to think really well, how to judge things for themselves, how to getting some very, very important knowledge from the best thinkers, including thinkers from the freedom movement, but of course the other thinkers too, because you can't really be educated if you don't know the opposition and help them learn how to think for themselves and then combine that with real world experience in an area of their own professional interest. And we're going to come, we're going to um, pair them up with the mentors who 
so for example, if they want to go into engineering, we'll find somebody to help them there. If they want to go into graphic design, they'll be doing a project in graphic, graphic design. They can do different projects each year so that they can, if they're, you know, a lot of students, they say, oh, I want to be a graphic designer. They major in that. Then they get out in the real world and they, they have a job and they hate it. And so then they become a barista because they don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, we're going to give them experience before that so they can rely on themselves. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. Well, and that's so important. The real life, like, I think just talking to, I mean, folks my age, folks younger than me, I hear it all the time. They, they're like, why, why weren't we taught financial literacy in high school? Why weren't we taught yeah. the, the, the real life things that they do matter in high school or, or even in college for that matter? I mean, I was made to take an essential math class because I wasn't too good at the numbers, but I, you know, goodness, I had to figure out how to do, I think it was like, uh, trig, like proofs and stuff, mm -hmm. like gag me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, that, that was the main focus. That was the priority. It's not the things that really mm -hmm. matter. And I think that right there is where we're at as a society too, is that we're tired of focusing on the things that really don't matter. We're, we're, we're tired of wasting our, our time, our energy, our money on, on things that yield really nothing of value. It used to be that the college degree signified something. The degree on the wall meant that that signified you know you went to school you learned something that you you put yourself in a position to challenge yourself now I mean I I led a sales team for a number of years and whenever I would hire somebody I never looked at their their degrees it didn't really tell me anything it doesn't mm -hmm. tell me if they're going to be a good worker it doesn't tell me what they learn that degree doesn't really mean anything to me anymore I want to learn more about who they are what drives them what motivates them what are they going to do when they're faced with a challenging experience or a situation and how are they going to overcome that that's what I care about versus you know oh what did you learn what clubs were you in that's that's mm -hmm. all the the make-believe fluff mm -hmm. that we're told matters when you're doing the, the tours on campus. No, what, what actually matters is how well-rounded are you going to be as a real functioning adult going into real life to not just mm -hmm. make yourself, a, a, you know, put yourself in a better position, but to put other people in a better position, to, to bring value to the world, not just be, you know, somebody who's sucking value. I used to work with a guy um, at a Gold's Gym, and uh, he, he had a great saying. He goes, you know, Brian, one thing I always learned was you never want to be a money uh, taker. You want to be a money maker. You mm -hmm. tell that tell that to your boss. He's like, anytime you're you're going in for a new interview, say, I want to be a money maker, not a money taker. And mm -hmm. we need to have that mentality as a society. Like, you should not be a, a drain on on society. You should be bringing value. And frankly, it seems that just a lot of colleges they 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 build kids to become just little robots to go in and bring a lot mm -hmm. of these leftist, dare I say, Marxist ideas out of the, the institutions of higher education and into real life, despite it not being real life and uh, having some really profound implications and not in the good sense. Yeah, well, most of them, unfortunately, are really ignorant about the history of Marxism and, and how devastating and dangerous it's been. I mean, one of the best things that's come out of the pandemic, I mean, which is was terrible, was that parents got to see what their kids were learning at yep. school. And they said, wait a minute, I don't want that. Uh, so, and I think 
the that people are waking up to what's going on in college too since the last two years we've they've shown their real colors with all the protests and the woke uh, agenda and the and the uh, willingness to cancel everybody you know, that's a total opposite of the kind of free society that we want and you know you were talking about preparing students for real life I totally agree I mean having um, learning personal finance learning financial literacy economics all these things is really important working on a real life project, you can develop your portfolio that you can show to an employer, look, I was able to do this. Uh, learning The kind of learning that we do in the classroom, we use a very special methodology in our classrooms. It's called a Socratic seminar. It's a specialized version of it in which the students are there to figure out what the author is saying for themselves. The teacher is there to help them do that, not to tell them what the author is saying. And what happens is they really develop their reasoning powers by doing this mm. and their sense of independence. <clears throat> the, uh, there was another point I, I wanted to mention. Oh, I've forgotten it now. Um, oh, yes, that um, people don't realize it, but uh, very important, on top of all the practical things that people, that the young kids ne need to learn, they also need to learn what's been the classic liberal arts. Now, liberal arts has gotten such a terrible reputation nowadays because the collectivists, the progressives took over the humanities and they've been shoving indoctrinating ideas down their throats for years now. But liberal arts comes from the idea that you need an education if you are going to be a free man the word or woman. The word liberal is from the same root as liberty. And that consists of a, of learning about the greatest thinkers that have ever lived and and understanding them and the ideas that they put into the world that are still affecting us today. The ideas of Marx and Rousseau and Hobbes and Aristotle and uh, John Locke and all these people. It's really important to know these things and to learn how to think about them and to learn how to make your own decisions about how you should live. So if you're exposed to all these great thinkers, you can decide for yourself, oh, I want to live this way. I want to follow this kind of ethic and not that kind of ethic. I want to be in this kind of society, not that kind of society. I can see that a society where individual rights are respected and people are left alone and they're allowed to, to deal with each other as producers, not as looters, then that's the society in which people flourish the most. All right, Marsha, I'm a 16-year-old sophomore in high school. I'm listening to the show, or at least mom and dad are listening to the show, and I'm excited. This this gets me all pumped up. I don't want to go to the the you know leftist indoctrination center that is higher education nowadays. So I'm interested. I want to go to Reliance College in 2024. How do I do it? What What's the steps that I would have to take, and is there an actual physical campus? What does it actually look like? Yes, well, we don't have the campus yet. We're going to be in the Chicago area, but we, there's lots of places available. And uh, the, if you go to our website, reliancecollege.org, you can sign up for information about it. We'll contact you. We'll tell you more about the curriculum. It gives you, it gives an outline of the kind of curriculum, the kind of things that you'd be doing. And we'll, we'll give you a lot more detail once you contact us. Um, is that is that what you want to know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, and also, let, yeah. let's say like, because this is going to be a question. I know we talk about mm -hmm. sales and stuff here, and we always talk about objections that you're going to hear. And we mm -hmm. like to we like to block objections versus having to overcome objections. So one mm -hmm. objection maybe we can help our our young sixteen year olds uh, listening to the show here who want to go to to Reliance College uh, that they're going to hear from their parents is going to be okay. Well, how is this going to help you get a real life job? 
What's what's the, what what can they prepare their parents for and entirely block that objection? What can Reliance College do to help them prepare for real life officially? Sure. Let me give you two uh, two practical facts beforehand, and then I'll answer that. One is we're going to be totally privately funded so that we will try to, by doing that, we'll have the least regulation possible in our college so that we can be free to give students the kind of education that we think is the best for them. Number two, we're going to have a much lower tuition than around 22000 than your typical college, and we're going to have scholarships available. Now, how is how are they going to get a job? We're going to have them working on real life problems in an area of professional interest every year with a mentor. So they're going to get a lot of experience. They're going to have to develop a solution to that. They might be able to implement the solution. We're going to encourage that, or they will have to at least give a presentation to uh, peers, to other, to adults, to other mentors and develop a portfolio so that, that when they go, they have a reputation now. Oh, this mentor says, I've worked with this student and he's really terrific. He knows how to collaborate. He knows how to solve problems. He knows how to think really well, how to do research and figure out how to solve a problem. So that, that will be the kind of intro that they'll, they'll have to go for employment. Perfect. Well, all right. This this is getting me excited. I know everybody else listening is also Thank excited. You. So uh, let's let's go ahead, folks, and, and support Reliance College, and, and let's make this more of an attractive option for, for young folks. We don't have to go the traditional route, and I'm excited to see options like this. So, uh, Marsha, unfortunately, we are already hard-pressed for time here, which means Thank we're you. getting close to final thoughts here. So, Marsha, what would be your final thoughts you want to leave the audience with today? That whatever kind of education they're looking for, look for one in which the students are allowed to learn to think for themselves, where they're really encouraged to to develop their reasoning powers, because that's what's going to enable them to be a free person and to be able to make their own choices. We want young people who will be the active minority that will change us back to a much freer society than we have right now. ReliancePolege.org is the website. Marsha, where can folks go ahead and find you if they want to continue the conversation? Sure, sure. Uh, write to me at Marsha at ReliancePolege.org. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Twitter, many different places. And I'd be happy to talk to anybody. Perfect. Well, folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Number one, please go ahead and give today's episode a share when you do. Uh, yeah, go ahead, give Marsha a, a hello as well. And make sure you tell her that you heard her here on The Brian Nichols Show, number one. Number two, Great. please go ahead. If, you, if you're a big fan of the show, you get value from the show, well, you can go ahead and support the show by going ahead and either A, giving us a, a one-time donation, or B, becoming a $5 uh, supporter over on Patreon. Link in the show notes if you're interested. Please go ahead. Every little bit helps. It goes right back into the show so we can have amazing guests like Marsha here on five days a week. And folks, yeah, by the way, if you're interested in checking out all 570 plus episodes of The Brian Nichols Show, yeah, four and a half years worth of content there for you, folks. Head over to briannicholsshow.com where you can check out all those episodes. Plus, you can find all of our YouTube links associated with each episode, plus the entire transcript of all episodes and all social media links. And by the way, when you head over to YouTube, uh, be careful because you're going to find some episodes that have been taken down because YouTube is at it again. So make sure you head over to Odyssey as well and subscribe <laughs> to The Brian Nichols Show over there just because the YouTube overlords, they don't like us uh, talking about you know the, the truth a lot. So let's go ahead and make sure uh, you're just checking your basis and subscribe over on Odyssey if you have not had the chance yet. And uh, folks, with that being said, thank you for joining us on today's episode. With that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Marsha Enright. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. 
Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.